I'm Dr. Pete Economo, the East Coast psychologist. And I'm Dr. Nikki Rubin, the West Coast psychologist. And this is When East Meets West. Well, Nikki, it's again been a long time and I have missed you. <laughs> I've missed you too. Well, everyone should know, we... Pete and I, Pete and I have talked not on the, not on this podcast, but not enough for me. But not enough, not enough for me. Either. Still not, not enough. enough. Yeah, still not enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, well, welcome back, and and to our listeners, uh, we wanted just to you know check in, say what's up, uh, and then you know I think we're going to take another hiatus uh, and just to kind of you know talk a little bit about what psychologists do and why we might need and benefit from a hiatus. Yeah, and you know I think when we. Um, first introduced this uh, as we well initially we said we're going to go down to every other week and then uh pete and i's schedules got in the way we realized <laughs> we had a conversation where we're like hmm this does not seem very workable right now we talk a lot about workability on this podcast yes. and we also uh let you guys know that we really live what we preach you know yeah. and so here's an example of that is that you know when something isn't working you, you have to be willing to 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 shift and to pivot um and so you know we really love doing this podcast and we're we're definitely not uh ending it so we're not abandoning you know, it we're not abandoning we're not abandoning anything nope. um but we did realize we need to take an extended hiatus until we have space to uh have room for this because yeah. you know it's just like you know we don't want to keep um, trying to force a square peg into a round hole, which is the opposite of workable. <laughs> <laughs> opposite of workable, opposite of mindfulness. Well, and we also, I mean, I think what maybe what we'll do during this hiatus is also like figure out the best day and time. It's interesting. Like I'm even dealing with that. And I think one of the things we'll talk about today is some of our multiple roles that we have mm-hmm. professionally. And so one of the roles I'm a part of is the Big East Sports Psychology Provider Group. Uh, and we were looking to find a day and time that worked to meet. And we had landed on Friday afternoon and then every Friday afternoon, which was once a month, mm-hmm. somebody more than just one person, people just couldn't make it for whatever mm-hmm. reason. So now we're like going back to the drawing board to find out which day and which time frame works best. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause so for our listeners, we used to, Nikki, I think I'm right in this. We often would, would record on a Friday. Well, well, we would record on a Friday. That became our sort of extra. However, everyone should, Pete and I, we try not to, you and I try not to work on Fridays. We, we I don't like to don't, work on a Friday. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. I don't see patients on Fridays, um, you know, and oh, so, so that's, that's what we went to Monday. Yeah. And we had a scheduled time on Mondays that we would record. However, we both got really busy. And I, and I do think it's important, like what Pete's bringing up to explain like how psychologists can have multiple roles. Of course, anybody in any kind of career can have multiple roles, but I think what's kind of interesting about being a psychologist is that, you know, and one thing that I really like about this type of work is there are so many different kinds of um, jobs yeah. that we can do in, yeah. in, in our uh, role as psychologists. Like we, you know, you can of course limit it to one, one thing. Like there are psychologists that are just research psychologists or psychologists that are just therapists. Right. Uh, most psychologists that I know do um, act in, mm. in numerous, numerous roles actually. Absolutely. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. So while that uh, keeps things really interesting <laughs> and, you know, keeps things really interesting, it also ends up um, can oftentimes becoming, uh, you know, a bit of a liability when it, uh, when it is related to maintaining our energy levels. Right. Yes. And so, you know, I think it's important to say 
as I've said many times in this podcast, we can become rigidly attached to anything as humans, even things like variability, right? So, you know, or flexibility. So as a psychologist, there's so much room to be flexible and do all kinds of things and have a lot of variability. However, if you are so attached to doing lots of different things at some point, that's going to stop working. (laughs) You're going to need to find, you're going to need to pause and sort of uh, reassess. Yeah. And that's what we're doing because it just got to that point. Because then even, so like, I'll just talk, so multiple roles. So, uh, you know, Professor Rutgers, I also oversee the behavioral health at Rutgers and Seton Hall and Mm -hmm. a couple other sports organizations. And so um, it's just been March Madness, which maybe there's a listener out there who's (laughs) familiar with that. Uh, And so while, um, you know, the teams I work directly with were out in the first round, um, one of the teams was the Cinderella story, which I actually thought would be a really cool episode because I I think, you know what I said, you know, the Cinderella story, right? I don't want to. You mean in, in general or in like general, in, well, especially related to basketball. I do not know it in relation to Wait, basketball. Wait, really? No, I'm not a basketball fan. I know, but you're okay. a sports fan, but that's why. Well, I, but, well, I'm, I like sports. I'm a crazy Dodger fan. I'm, I love I baseball. That. I'm a crazy Dodger fan, but, uh, and I like basketball, but I'm not, I don't like follow it and I don't follow college. Well, sports. I guess so then there, there's a good, there's a good, um, uh, uh, fact checking of assumptions right there. <laughs> <laughs> because I did have the thought that like everyone knows the Cinderella story in March Madness, but I guess they don't. So no. for those listeners who don't, it's just that there's always like one team, like one university f- across the country out of the 64 that are selected that goes further than expected. Like they're just the like underdog. an just like like an underdog story. It's a total yeah, underdog sure. story. Yeah, yeah, sure. You can get with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure, for sure. Yeah. I love an underdog story. Well, it just so happens the underdog story this year was St. Peter's University um, out of Jersey City, New Jersey. Which, as you know, Nikki, mm-hmm. that's where you met. That's where I lived when we met. Yes, that's right. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So I lived there for a long time, and I have you know strong affiliations with the university. Um, in particular, the head coach. Um, he and I went to school together, um, mm. so we're we're you know we're 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 cool like that. And so I've been cheering him on really his whole career, both as a player and now as a coach. So it was just cool to kind of be a part of that. So that's a lot of what as like. Um, you know, hijacked my schedule recently. Sure. That's one of the many roles. One of, well, and, and Pete, can you actually, um, and that's uh, by the way, uh, very cool, very exciting uh, <laughs> that that's going on. Um, but, you know, I think it might be helpful then to explain a little bit more about like what your roles are. Cause you're like mentioning you're a professor, you yeah. know, you're, you run the, the, the behavioral program, you're a clinician, but I don't think that that really, um, captures like what you're doing day to day. Like maybe you can say a little bit more about, I want to, I'm laughing because I'm thinking like, it sounds like we're defending our decision to listeners. Like just so you guys know, we're really super busy. But yeah. <laughs> we need this hiatus. We, we, we need this hiatus, but it's more, I do think it's, you know, I think it's important that you brought up. It, it is yeah. just, I think helpful to understand like, what what it looks like. I don't think a lot of people, I mean, I, I don't think a lot of people know sort of like what we do with our day. You well, know? the thought that I keep having is, and I guess I remember learning this, is that like oftentimes clients think that they're sort of like the only client we have. Yeah. It's oh, like a yeah. thing, right? It's a thing. Or or I think that that we're more available. Like I think sometimes, right. you know, like I, I have on my voicemail, for example, that I get back to people's messages twenty within 24 to 48 business hours. Right. I try to get back within 24. However, but it's because if I'm back to back with patients all day, it's like, you know, yeah. if barring an emergency, I might not be able to call you back for a little bit. You That's know? right. Yeah. So I think 
so the professor role means that I do like research. I do some grant writing. Um, I do uh, some like course scheduling and, you know, I teach and I advise mm-hmm. students, uh, mm-hmm. graduate students. Uh, and so every day looks different, um, which mm-hmm. is what I like about what I do. And so, mm-hmm. by, so yes, we're defending our decision for hiatus. <laughs> um, no, I am not uh, complaining, you know, because I do right, love sure. yes. most, the majority of my days of work, I mostly love. Yes. Well, because, well, because again, it's like, because variability, if that's something a person values, you know, then that's mostly going to be workable and values also were originally attached to a value at some point that's going to become unworkable. So I, I, I'm similar to you in that I also love variability and it's like, it's very interesting to me. It's very stimulating to be doing different things and be in different modes. Right. And, and there comes a time where, and it's like, then my attention is being pulled in time yeah. in too many directions. And I actually can't, you know, I can't, right. I'm just, I can't be effective. And, and if, if anything, it's like, at least for myself, I can, uh, you know, just speak personally here that historically I've been somebody that I, I haven't always been skilled at listening to when I'm needing to, to take a pause on something yes. I can become rigidly attached to you know, variability or showing up for people. And so, you know, like when Pete and I had this conversation, it's like, I just started to notice like the inklings of like, I think this isn't working. And in the past I would have blown past it. I would have just gone like, that's fine. Like I'm going to make this work. I'm going to put this into our schedule. And, and I share that with listeners for you to know, again, psychologists are humans too. We don't, I'm a human, you know, uh, well, cause I'm going to say that it was probably hard for you to even say that to me because it was, it was though. So I will um, say that this is where I was like, oh, you know, good job, Nikki. You've you've evolved in this area because I because I also didn't have a I didn't feel afraid to talk to you about it. And I also and I also didn't feel guilty about it. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas in the past, you know, we talked about this in our guilt episode, justified versus unjustified guilt. I would have felt unjustified guilt that even though my my intuition, my wise mind saying you need to slow down on this, I would have blown past it. And, And I didn't. I just was like. Yeah, I gotta listen and to then, myself here. And that's why we're showing up for ourselves because like we have to put our mask on first. And so in order for us to do our job well, we have to be healthy. Mm-hmm. And if we are blowing past those signals, mm-hmm. um, we become unhealthy. And I think that's important. Mm-hmm. And so um, so yeah, any day of the week I could be in a different office. Uh yeah. and so there's I in any day of the week, I, I have a, an option of about seven or eight different offices. Again, not a complaint. Um, <laughs> But it certainly gets things a little confusing. Yes. Where yes. I don't know where things are sometimes because yes. it can be in any one of yes. seven or eight offices. Um, yes. But again, that's a beauty of, that's a privilege that I have. Um, and it's something I like. And so on some days I could be seeing private practice clients, what might look like some, you know, professionals, uh, executives, um, pro- you know, professional athletes. Um, on other days I could be seeing some of the student athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, I could be working with teams. So I could be mm-hmm. doing team workshops where I have you know, um, you know, whatever, an entire roster mm-hmm. that I'm responsible to have some kind of curriculum. And so that's where I've mm-hmm. been feeling some of my energy being pulled because I'm trying to be creatively engaging. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So what do you think about the creative engagement? I, I like that phrasing quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. no, creative engagement is, um, 
well, I think it's also related to variability. So yeah. I'm thinking, you know, there's yeah. like a, there's a stimulating quality. It's yeah. the difference. And, and I think it is important to say, it's okay if you're a listener and you think I don't like that. Like there are people that don't like variability. Right. They actually like predict, they, they more value. Go in at nine. Yeah. Go in at five. Yeah. They like the predictability yeah. and more structure and that's okay too. So I think Absolutely. it's important to say, it's not like what Pete and I are suggesting is that this is the best way to be a psychologist or this, this is um, the best way to be a person. It's that this type of um, career has a lot of opportunities for variability and flexibility, though that's not required. Right. right. And so, you know, there, like I said, that's why I think a lot of psychologists I know do like it because that's probably one thing they're drawn to about the field. In addition to helping people, it's like, there's a lot of just options for doing different, doing different things where there's other careers where, you know, like there isn't as much room for that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Because we could do uh, research, we could do teaching, we could do clinical applied work, we could do organizational systems work, we could work within schools, mm-hmm. you know, there's consulting. really consulting. I mean, there's it's so all much, kinds of things, all kinds all of ki- stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All kinds of things. And so, um, and I will say Pete has actually a lot more variability than I, I do have a fair amount of variability, but yeah. you definitely, <laughs> you, you, you wear more hats than I, than I do. Well, you, you do have very, you also, but you also have more autonomy than I do. That's true. That's true. So if we're going to, so maybe speak about your day and why you have more autonomy or independence. Yeah. Well, cause I'm primarily a clinician. That's my main role is working as a, as a therapist. So I run my own business, my own private practice. And then I, uh, you know, so then anything else that I do is it's just whether I want to do it or not, basically. Um, so, you know, I'm affiliated with UCLA. I have, I'm an assistant clinical professor there, which um, is, you know, it's a very generous title they give us, which really means I'm a, I'm a supervisor. I train uh, a student a year in acceptance and commitment therapy. Um, so I do that. I also sometimes like, I just did a 10 week um process, uh, teaching group, experiential learning group in act, uh, which I blame for there. really interfering with our schedule. Students, you better really know what the gem you just got. <laughs> I was like, but I really love doing this. I I've know, got to do it. Well, they're um, so lucky to have you. Oh, that's very sweet. That's very yeah. sweet. I, I, um, I, I mean this, I'm, I'm lucky to, to work with them and some really amazing, um, you know, psychologists and training coming into yeah, the field. Yeah. Um, so I do that. Cool, and then I, I their number. Yeah. You, well, <laughs> I tell, I always tell them, I'm like, you, I, I would say, you think I'm joking, but I can't wait to refer to you all. Yeah. <laughs> so once you're like, well, I was thinking for myself, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Um, so I do that. And then I, I love, I mean, it's related to supervision, but I love training is probably yeah. my most favorite thing. So, um, I also do training for licensed clinicians. So I do consultation for licensed clinicians that, um, sometimes it's like a one-time consultation. Sometimes it's ongoing when they, they want training in act or some kind of third wave CBT treatment. I do online trainings for people to, they're called continuing education credits. I do those. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, so I'm, creating new courses. I do consultate, like I also do uh, consulting, not consultation, but I do some consulting for businesses. Um, so, you know, oh, not to mention, I guess I, I had like, I have a psychotherapy suite that I rent out. I'm a a landlord. landlord. I'm a landlord. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Very entrepreneurial. Very very entrepreneurial. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so I, I like to, um, have my hands in different things. Cause I think yeah. that's interesting. And I like to, um, you know, think of different ways to 
you know, connected to psychology, but also I'm interested in entrepreneurship. So like that as well. Um, but, and the podcast is one of those things, you know, when, yeah. when Pete and I talked about doing this, <laughs> as we mentioned, really Pete saying you wanted to do it. And I was feeling very <laughs> reluctantly, uh, really along. <laughs> reluctantly pulled along, um, but very, very glad that we chose to do it and, and yeah. we'll return to it. Um, it, you know, part of that, of course, as I've shared was because it felt very uh, vulnerable to me. Um, but the other reason was because my, you know, my schedule is, is, is busy. And I, I think both Pete and I, um, especially given what we went through in our, in our own training, really want to protect our own personal time. And so that's something that's very, very important to me. And as I mentioned a few minutes ago, I wasn't always as skilled at that. And so, you know, I'm, it's something, this is where the mindfulness part comes in, right? Like I'm very, um, aware and paying attention to, am I coming up on my edge or yeah. am I using more gas in my tank than, mm-hmm. than I want to be using? Yeah. So, you, you know, keep some are, in the reserves. Yeah. And it's, well, and cause clinical work is, but I see, oh, I, I see a lot of, I see a lot of patients. Yeah. And, and, and for our listeners, I mean, it's, um, it requires a lot of energy that yeah. clinical work, which is a lot of why I don't do a ton of it um, yeah. in all honesty, but um, I know you always love the mindfulness contextual behaviorism. And I think that'll also be important because the contextually we started this during the pandemic, mm-hmm. you know, which there was much more home time Yes, uh-huh. and as scary as it was and how unknown it was, um, how brave of us uh, to mm-hmm. start it during that, which is part of our tagline of be present, be brave mm-hmm. because uh, you know, there was so much uncertainty uh, but then now as the world returns or as we sort of um, it's like re- uh, returning, returning, it's very uh, active, a very active way of saying, I love too, it. That, yeah, very ING, as it's returning, yeah, yeah, returning yeah. we, uh, you know, we find ourselves with less uh, time in our schedules because we're out and about, uh, you know, we are trying to like refuel up because mm-hmm. the pandemic certainly took um, a lot of our gas out of the tank as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh-huh. And so this is another sort of gesture towards that. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, and this is, I hope can serve as a model just in general for people, but I think, you know, one thing we have to be really mindful of as psychologists, what Pete's talking about is, you know, if we want to, you know, our, our job is about showing up for other people and, you know, holding space for other people that are suffering and helping them. And so like what Pete mentioned earlier, like we need to put our mask on first. If you, if you didn't catch that, you know, he, he's referring to like the mask on an airplane, right? Like an oxygen mask, right? Like that's what they say on the airplane. Like you need to put your oxygen mask on first before helping somebody like a child or uh, someone who needs assistance um, next. And, you know, that's, that's really true for all of us. Like that's not just relevant to being, um, being a psychologist, right? It's, it's relevant to, to everybody. And you know, I think a lot about, and I train students this way too, that if you, if you want to have a long career and it's, it's values-based for you to contribute and, and help other people, then, then you got to be around to be able to do that. Like if you burn out, you're no, you, you're actually not gonna be able to live your values in that way. So that does mean slowing down, setting boundaries, saying no to certain things, taking a break from certain things. Um, and that's what, that's what we're doing here. And so, you know, I do think it's important to be clear. We are, we are not canceling the podcast, both Pete and I really enjoy doing this and, and sharing this information with you all. But I don't know, my guess would be is like, maybe we'll come back in the summer. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, if we want to really have this live, um, I'm yeah, thinking, we are. I'm, I'm thinking out loud. I don't know. I'm going for it. I'm thinking out loud. <laughs> I love, I love your spontaneity, Nikki. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm thinking similarly. I think what we wanted to do is at least get out there to be like, hey, folks, like we're around, we're here still. 
Um, I'm actually going to suggest that we probably schedule something like next month because it'll be so that we could what we do so that we have some of the bank and because scheduling is so tough because then we're also in the summer going to want to be doing more self-care because as psychologists, especially those in academia, they usually disappear in the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, I often, we, we, there's, you know, completing dissertations or other mm-hmm. things. In sure. Life. Yeah. You get a little space in that area. So we're not, always not necessarily in the clinical work. August is always known to be like a little desert uh, land. Well, on the East coast, on the East coast. Yeah. That's a, that's a very, that's oh, just, that's a, that's, um, that's a cultural <laughs> context thing. Well, because just for, you know, fun historical fact for, uh, for yeah. listeners, because New York, it's New York. Well, I don't know, actually in other East Coast places, but it's New York because Definitely they hit, like York, this. Yeah. It was that all the psychoanalysts would like go away for the month of August. Yeah. That was like a thing. And yeah. so, um, yeah, but he, here it's like people kind of go like it's staggered. It's not like uh, August. Is, no, no, no. It's not. like Or in the summer, even it's not like a ghost town in August. Right. Well, and that's, I guess that's, yeah. Cause then we're just trying to get the weather or yeah, that's, might that's just be our too. work ethic too. Like there's like a varying probably cultural contextual aspects to this, but um, I'm glad that we put this out there. We'll, 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 we'll talk about that more, but just for listeners to know, this is uh, see you later, not goodbye. Uh, and, you know, thanks for checking in and we'll see you guys soon. So uh, check out, you know, make sure to like us, follow us on, you know, Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. So this way, when we do, uh, publish our next episode you'll be made aware see you soon this has been when east meets west i'm dr pete economo and i'm dr nikki rubin be present be brave this has been when east meets west all material is based on opinion and educational training of doctors pete economo and nikki rubin Content is for informational and educational purposes only.